Hey guys, it's Jalen. I'm here by myself today with a little different episode for the You Discuss podcast. Uh, if you guys saw on our social medias, we decided that we're going to start doing quick 10-minute episodes uh, answering questions that we have gotten either from our friends or from our social media accounts and kind of just going over some quick things, quick tips, uh, just giving some more information. Uh, we're going to be releasing these every single Tuesday. Uh, along with our episodes that will be out every single Thursday. Uh, so this week, well, there's three things that I wanted to talk about because they were brought to our attention. Uh, the first was actually a while ago, and we apologize for the long delay, but um, someone had asked about the medical diagnostics major at the University of Delaware. Uh, so I have some experience with this department just because I've taken two and a half we'll say <laughs> classes um so i took uh medt 220 and 230 which were forensic science and forensic pathology and then i had signed up for a crime scene investigation but decided that i was going to no longer take the class uh, so when i first got to ud uh, as an engineer my idea was that i would become a forensic engineer because i was really interested in the forensic field um so what I did was take some forensic classes and planned on getting a minor in forensic so that I would sort of graduate as a forensic engineer, even though that is not a major that's offered at UD. Uh, so the major, uh, I think every major to me is going to seem like a big major just because geology did not have many kids. I uh, did some research and there's a little over 600 people uh, throughout uh, undergrad and graduate uh, school with the medical diagnostics major. A lot of people, it seems, are on the pre-med track, uh, so you can get your undergrad in, you know, medical diagnostics and then eventually go on to med school to, you know, maybe get your doctorate or some sort of license, uh, whatever you prefer. Um, I know someone that actually did graduate with a medical diagnostics degree, and they now work in a lab at a hospital uh, in Northern Maryland. We had a lot of people uh, during our classes, like for, I think it was forensic pathology, we had people come in almost every single class and talk to us about different things that you could do with a medical diagnostics degree. Uh, the one that I found most interesting uh, may have been like lab sampling. Uh, there was one woman, I don't recall her name, but she was able to uh, use, you know, medical practices to figure out how to solve crimes, which I thought was really interesting because it shows that in this major you're able to not only be limited to one thing. Uh, I know some people get into like anesthesiology on that track with this major people do research like the one person that I know she does research for uh, medicine developing different uh, drugs that will you know help with certain diseases maybe something along those lines so there's definitely a lot that you can do with the major uh, difficulty wise I would assume that with this major they're definitely like for us like I took two classes and I did not have any labs, but I know that this is a pretty lab-oriented um, major. So I'd assume as you get, you know, higher up into the 
uh, class, you know, levels, it would be more difficult, maybe more labs. Uh, we had lots of assignments. Uh, we would have to do writing assignments every week. I had to make a presentation in both of the classes that I took in the medical diagnostics uh, field. So it definitely would be some work, but for someone that is not inside the major, but has had some, you know, experience with it, it definitely seems really interesting. And I, uh, I, don't, I wouldn't say I regret not doing it, but um, it was definitely cool to learn about, even though I decided not to go along with it. Um, something else that was brought to our attention uh, in our episode about social life and, you know, life outside the dorms, we talked about a lot of our freshman year. Uh, Ross, Claudia, and I were definitely really lucky because, you know, some of our closest friends from Delaware, we met during our freshman year. Um, with that said, not everyone's floor is going to be like ours. <laughs> it was kind of, you know, lucky that we were able to get along as well as we did. Um, but there's a lot of different, like, events on campus that you can meet people. I know Trabant does, like, coffee time where you can literally just go and just talk to people and meet people, which is, like, really cool. Um, another thing, like we had mentioned in the episode, was clubs. Clubs are a great way to find people that have similar interests as you do. Um, and you guys, you know, you might, you might meet your best friend there. You have no idea, especially if you guys are doing something that you both enjoy. I think one of the best ways to keep in contact with people, even though you don't know them, especially during your early, maybe freshman, sophomore year of school, GroupMe and Facebook are used a lot, especially in your first couple of years at school. People will make group chats for clubs, for sports, for just being on the same floor, being in the same major, being in the same class. So definitely get involved with, you know, communicating with people, even though you don't know them, it's a good way to start making some friends. And then you guys can like meet up, hang out. And then you can also have like your out of class, out of work time where you don't have to be focused on something that needs to be done at a certain time. Uh, it's definitely really easy to make friends. Everyone is there to make friends because it's a new place and Delaware has a lot of kids that come from out of state or not around the university. So like a lot of people don't really know each other. I mean, I didn't even know my roommates. I didn't know anyone on my floor um, besides my one friend who I met at orientation. Um, so it's definitely scary at first, but there are a lot of easy ways easy ways to make friends at the university. Lastly, uh, in our episode where we had Spencer as our special guest, he mentioned something about hammocks being in the basement of old college. I, I don't, we, we don't know anything on this. I mean, I guess I would have to ask Spencer, um, but I, I have, I can't speak on the topic of, <laughs> If the hammocks are still there, if they were ever there at one point, I have no idea. Um, but the person who had asked about the hammocks said that they wanted to find more study spots uh, around campus besides Trabant. For me, Trabant was never really a great place to study. I think like it's too loud, there's too many people, and there's Chick-fil-A just staring at you while you're trying to do your work. So I never really was able to study at Trabant. Um, if I really wanted to get work done... My probably my first choice would be to rent a uh, study room at the library. You can do it online at the library's website. It's like super easy. You just do it through like your 
UD login and you can rent a room for up to two hours a day. What I would do is have like me and my friends, we would all, even if we were doing different things, we would rent rooms for, you know, six hours a day and just like go in, do some work and then leave when we felt like we were done or just couldn't do anymore. Um, I also really liked going into empty classrooms. Uh, not all the classrooms are used at every single point of the day. So if you go somewhere and you see an empty classroom, you're usually more than welcome to just sit in there and do some work. Um, Sharp Lab, we always did work in there uh, along with Brown Lab and then Drake Hall. The engineering building even has a, well, the mechanical engineering building at least has a bunch of study spaces upstairs. Um, so there are definitely a lot of different places that you can find. There's probably even places that I don't even know about that you can probably find to study that are like really quiet and really good places to go and just have like no distraction around you. I was never really like a library person. Um, I didn't like how everyone was up there was just like complete silence. I'm like, there's like 300 kids all studying here and no, like it was just silence. Like, I, I don't know. That was just crazy to me. So I didn't really go studying the library a lot, but I would go other places just because, I don't know, you got to find where you're comfortable, but you can really go anywhere. Even on Main Street, they have like coffee shops and the bookstore so there's definitely a lot of places that you can go and study instead of just going into Trabant or Perkins where there's other things going on besides kids just studying and doing work but yeah so those are the three topics that I just wanted to quickly discuss this week um, don't forget to keep sending us questions comments anything reviews on any of our social media platforms you can also, you can also contact any of us from our social media accounts that are linked in our uh, Udiscuss bio. Um, but yeah, any way that you guys want to reach out to us, we're more than happy to help. Uh, so yeah, this is going to be something that we do every single Tuesday. So if you guys want to keep sending questions, we will be here to answer them. See ya. Hey guys, thank you for listening to another episode of the You Discuss podcast. Remember, everything we talk about on this podcast is our own opinions and experiences, and we are not affiliated with the University of Delaware. We love making this podcast, and we wouldn't be able to do it without everybody's support. Special thanks to our friend Abu, who made our intro song for us. You can find more of his stuff on Instagram and SoundCloud at HoudiniFR. Also, thank you to our friend Sam, who drew out our logo for us. You can find more of her work on Instagram at samim.72. Go check them out. Their stuff is awesome. We have a new podcast every Thursday, and you can find us on either Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Tell us what you think by leaving a review. Please follow us on Instagram at udiscuss underscore and on Twitter at udiscuss1 for regular updates about the podcast and to see more about our time at UD. Thank you again for listening, and we will see you next week.